Denton, Colorado. Here we go. Gary Bell, Brad Pollock. The Bell and Pollock Legal Show, the only show of its kind. Our law firm is Bell and Pollock. We have offices in Denver and Steamboat Springs. We are injury attorneys, and we do injury cases all over the state of Colorado, and we have for years. We can help you on your injury case. You can call us at 303 795 5900. That's 795 5900 in the mountains. You can call us at 970 870 8989. That's 870 8989. Or just go to our website, people dot com. That's right. It's people.com. And all of our information is there. At Bell and Pollock, we educate and advocate. And don't forget on Saturday mornings, we do a live one hour show. And we bring you up to date on the latest Colorado news, and we answer calls on any legal subject. That's on KHOW starting at 7 o'clock in the morning every Saturday. We've been doing that show for over 20 years, and we're glad to receive your calls. We're glad to get your questions. We're glad to help you solve your problems and give you answers. This is an injury show. This show is to educate you and give you information you need and can use against the insurance company for the at-fault party who's trying to beat and defeat and reduce and mitigate and reduce your injury claim payout. At Bell & Pollock, we want you to get the maximum, maximum, thorough compensation that you deserve for your injuries. Okay, today we're talking about these so-called independent medical examinations. Defense lawyers love them. Insurance companies love them. We call them so-called in, in insurance medical, independent medical examination, so-called, because that's what they are. They're not truly independent medical examinations. The insurance industry and the defense lawyers love to call them independent medical examinations. They call them local slang IMEs, independent medical, medical examinations. But Brad, we talk about this in our firm all the time. Uh, they're not independent at all. And let's let's cover that and explain that and educate everybody on that that particular point. Well, they're they're not independent, and uh, they, so they should be called insurance medical examinations because they're actually being conducted by people who are working for the insurance company. Yes, they're independent contractors, but they're working for the insurance company. They're getting paid by the insurance company, and they understand what causes the insurance company to continually send uh, the injured person back to these people, to these doctors, to determine that they're injured, is uh, the fact that they come back with a statement saying they're not injured, or they're not injured that bad. Uh, otherwise, the insurance company is not going to send people back to them. They know that, and even if it's an unspoken word, it's a wink-wink, spoken, unspoken word, that if you want to get repeat business from us, the insurance company, then you better start saying people aren't hurt. I like the way you put that wink-wink, yeah, good that's job. That's what it is. And, and so, you know, that's the first thing. Now, if you get into court, or if you have a lawsuit started, then we call them defense medical examinations. It's the same thing, though. It's the insurance company or the defense firm that is well-known as defense firms, or that's all they do is defense work and they also know which doctors are going to butter their bread and those doctors that, that want their bread buttered are going to once again make sure they get they they say the person's not hurt and we all know the practice of medicine is just that the practice it has a different opinions it has differing points of view it has doctors considering different things as important or not important so you know the, the idea is you get a team of doctors that um, 
want to make the millions of dollars and don't think I'm exaggerating. Do not think he's exaggerating. They make millions, millions of, dollars of dollars per year, per year, not, not over a lifetime. They make millions of dollars per year doing these examinations to say the person's not hurt. And there are some doctors who've never seen an injured person. They've never it's, seen it, it's kind of amazing. We run into these doctors all the time. In this show, we're going to educate you about that, but we're also going to educate you about what you can do to protect your rights and what you and your attorney can do because this is the situation you get forced into. Because once you're involved, and let's just do it right now. We've got a car crash. That's our typical example. We've got a car crash. You're sitting on the light, and then boom, you're hit. You're rear-ended, Right. And then you, you just can't get over it. you got a neck injury. And you, you go to the doctor, and you don't, you don't even want to go, but you got, you got to go because it gets increasingly painful. And now you're treating. And now you're thrust into a world you don't know about. You're thrust into a world you better learn about. And at Bell & Pollock, we can help you. You can call us anytime at 303-795-5900. We're glad to help you. 303-795-5900. Or just please go to our website, championsofthepeople.com. That's championsofthepeople.com. All of our information is there. Our nine injury books are there. They're free. You can download an e-copy free anytime. Brad, back to the subject. You get rear-ended. You're off treating. Let's explain to everybody when these IMEs pop up. Because before you file a lawsuit... Brad Pollock, my partner of years, can the insurance company come to you and say to you, well, you're making a claim with us for your injuries. There's no lawsuit filed, but we want you, Mr. or Mrs. Injured Person, to go to a doctor, our doctor. Well, it depends on the circumstances. If it's an uninsured motorist claim or underinsured motorist claim, yes. But you need to talk to a lawyer if you get to that point. If it's the other side's, um, insurance company, the one who ran into you, then they can come to you and, and say they want you to do an exam. They can talk to you about it. And if you haven't gotten a lawyer, you might actually go to the exam. But if you've gotten a lawyer who knows what they're doing in personal injury work, they're going to say, nope, you, there's nothing, nothing, no right for an insurance company of the, 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 the negligent party to be able to tell the victim that they have to go to a medical exam prior to a lawsuit starting. Just like they can't get you to sign a release. We've preached this for years. You're not going to sign a release to get, let them have your medical records. You're not going to just give them carte blanche authority to get your medical records. You're not going to go get your own medical records and just turn them over wholesale to them. And you're not going to go to one of their doctor appointments. All right. Now let's put this in perspective, right? If you're going to make a claim, you got to turn over certain of your appropriate medical records, and Bell and Pollock can help you do that. And you better do it right under the law, uh, under the case of Alcon versus Spicer. You better do it right. But Brad, so you have twenty five thousand dollars of medical bills. That's just part of your claim, and the insurance company offers you sixty five hundred dollars total. Take it or leave it in your face. If you don't like it, sue us, or su- sue the insurance, su- sue the at fault party. So they force you to file a lawsuit. And I haven't heard it recently, but in the old days, they call you greedy. They call the injured person greedy. They call the attorney greedy. They force you to file the lawsuit, then they call you greedy. Then, after they file a lawsuit, what's the deal, Brad? What's the deal about them compelling you to go to one of their defense doctors who's, who, who's never found an injured person yet? 
Well, what they're going to do is they're going to tell you they want what's called a Rule 35 examination. Under the Rule 35 examination, they have to identify the manner and method and timing of the examination and uh, the, 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 and the scope of the examination. And under that, normally a court's going to require that the injured person go to that examination, at which point the, a miracle happens, Gary. It, it is a miracle. We've, we've, we've used that in court before. Tell you everybody. What, know what, what is this miracle, Brad? The injured person is no longer injured. Right. You know, they, the, the, the problems they have are no longer there, and they're no longer for real. Or if an injured person needs some kind of, of uh, surgery, they don't need it anymore. Or if they have some kind of permanent injury, it's not permanent anymore. Because by the grace of going to the doctor. Defense doctor. The defense doctor who has seen them, they have somehow, either before they got into that office or while they're in that office, become totally healed. Totally healed. It's like walking into the river. It, it, it's amazing. You, you, you dunk your head under the water and you're, you're healed because you saw one of these defense doctors. And if you think we're kidding, we're not kidding. You should see these reports. And some of these doctors, they, you know, they don't state it explicitly or expressly. But they write a report where they imply, right? Or, or, or let's get this one. No, yeah. Don't forget this one. You go to them and they determine you are hurt, but they say there's nothing that can be done for you, so you shouldn't have any money paid to you for any kind of medical care at any time in the future because, well, you're hurt and nothing we can do for you. No, so, the, so you're just going to have to learn to live with it. That's a favorite, That's doctor. Right. Learn to live with it. So they either state or imply that you're lying. They usually imply it. Or that you're making things up, or that you're as their fa- one of their favorite words is you're a symptom exaggerator. You're exaggerating your symptoms, or or one of my most unfavorite ones is that a word unfavorite? Unfavorite. A, my my most unfavorite ones is when is when they say in their report that you, Mister or Mrs. Injured Victim, are just a poor medical records historian. You just can't even tell us your own personal medical history. And I, I don't want to, I'll make a bet with you rhetorically, of course. I'll make a bet with you. If you sit down, could you, could you sit down this afternoon over a cup of coffee and tell me what doctor you saw nine years ago or, and what the doctor said or what doctor you saw seven years ago? Because see, see, when you can't remember, then they say you're just a poor re- medical records historian. They try to cast aspersions or clouds of doubt over you and, and, and your case. But there's a way to win this war, and we're going to cover that. We're going to cover it at the end. But, but, Brad, these doctors, you have to be prepared to go see them. Do not do this without an attorney. Many times, Brad and I tell people you don't need an attorney. Well, that's not this. This you need a lawyer. You need a lawyer. The lawyer can't go with you. You need a lawyer, though. You need to be taught. You talk to a lawyer. And I couldn't tell you what doctor I saw nine years ago, even over a beer, let alone a cup of coffee. Right. Beer, I, coffee, I tea. To, I wouldn't be able to do it. No. So, you know, you just have to understand that that doesn't, that you're not able to do it, but that now I'm a poor historian. Uh, and, and they always say you're a poor historian for financial gain uh, because that's what you want to make. And uh, a lot of people think there's no harm in going because I have truth on my side and that's not going to work. Um, that you're, you're going to find yourself sadly disappointed uh, if you just go and you don't get yourself set up to at least memorialize what happened at the examination and at least make sure you're going to memorialize it and not have a my word against the doctor's word. And, of course, the doctor, as it comes into court, it doesn't have any reason, has no reason 
to be saying it wrong, but you have every reason because you're there for monetary gain. And you can, we can, we can talk to her blue in the face about the fact the doctor's there for monetary gain also, but you don't get to, well, it, it, it doesn't, it doesn't size up for no, some that's reason. That's a great point. And Brad and I've asked him those questions in, in deposition before you doctor say that our client is just in this for secondary gain. That's their, that's their favorite little word, secondary gain, meaning you're in it for the money. You say our client's just in this for secondary gain. And we say sort of like you, right, doctor? You're testifying for a lot of money here, a lot of money. I think people would fall off their chair if they if they found out how much money these doctors make, hand-picked doctors, hand-selected doctors, not just any doctor, not your family doctor on the corner. They don't want you to go to that doctor. They want you to go to a doctor that they have a reasonable, pretty good belief and notion is going to write a favorable report for them. That's right. That's the way it works. That's, that's what you need to know about independent medical examinations. <laughs> or so-called right independent medical examinations. So now, let's give you some, uh, some tips on what you can do. Number one, numero uno, you have an attorney. You understand what doctor you're going to. Are you going to a physiatrist? You're going to an orthopedic surgeon? You're, you're going to a pain man- management doctor? You're going to an interventional pain management doctor? You're going to a psychiatrist? What, what are you going to go see? Who are you going to see? Number one. But then, Brad, sometimes we request, and we've been successful at this before, that a third person, not us, but a third person attend the so-called independent medical examination with our client. Usually the third person is someone who's got medical background, like a nurse practitioner or somebody who, who understands what's going on in the, in the examination room. But, yeah, you ask for that. The doctors usually um, uh, fight it, and they don't want anybody else in that examination room unless it's their own nurse. And then they want their own nurse in there, but they don't want any of your people in there. And uh, then the next step is recordings. Right. So then we request a third person to be there. Sometimes that's granted. Sometimes it's denied because the doctor doesn't want it. But then we want it video recorded. Oh, they really, really, really don't want that. And then, then the one that's almost just, almost just laughable is that we say, well, then we want an audio recording and we want to record what's going on here. And the doctors, are you guys ready for this? All right, you ready? The doctor said, we object. You can't have an audio recording. You cannot do that. These are the same doctors that practice defense workers' compensation work when an injured worker comes into them, defense workers' compensation work, and the work comp rules, the workers' compensation rules mandate, mandate, mandatory that they have an audio recording device in their office and they're sitting here in a car crash case, and they say, we, don't, we can't have that. It's too unreliable. And they're mandated when they do a work comp defense to have it. You, do, you tell me the solution to that, Mr. Brad Pollard. Well, it's pretty simple. You people that do run work comp don't know what they're doing. The doctors that handle this, they, they're the smart ones. The people who, who operate the work comp uh, entire process, they don't know what they're doing when they say, hey, we need to keep these defense doctors honest as best we can, so we're going to make them give us recordings. And so, you know, that, that's about the only excuse I can find, and it's a pretty poor excuse. Well, you, you've never lived uh, until you're an attorney in a courtroom, and the doctor, the defense doctor, says, I don't want any audio, I don't want any video, and then guess what they do? They get on the stand and say, I did this examination. I did trigger point examination. I palpated uh, their low back and they didn't have any pain. And your client says, yes, I did. I told him I had pain. And they say, no, they didn't. Because there's no audio recording to disprove it, right? You guys are getting the picture. So these are some of your protections. 
you have to have a third person there. You have to have it controlled. You have to understand what's going to happen. And listen, they can't just go send you down there and do an invasive test, right? They can't stick needles in you. They can't do blood tests, lab tests. There's protections. They can't just automatically start doing MRIs and CT scans of your brain or your back. And they can't just do x-rays. That's exposure to more radiation. You didn't give your permission to do that. So you control the scope. You control the manner. You control the conditions. You control these things. But to do so, you've got to do it. And usually you do it through an attorney. That's the only way you're going to get it done. You're not going to get it done any other way. You're wasting your time to try and do it any other way. Don't, don't, don't waste your time. Right, exactly. So you're listening to the Bell and Pollock Legal Show. I'm Gary Bell along with Brad Pollock. We have offices in Denver and Steamboat Springs. We do injury cases all over the state of Colorado. We'll be glad to talk to you. We'll be glad to give you a free initial consultation, a free legal game plan, right? We trademark protected the concept of game plan. We wrote a book called Legal Game Plan. It's on our website, championsofthepeople.com. We have nine books on our website, championsofthepeople.com. They're all free, as well as our other information there. We also have a whole piece and and, and developing story on Camp Lejeune cases. Just go to our website, please, championsofthepeople.com. You couldn't forget that if you tried. If you try it right now, you can't forget it. Championsofthepeople.com. We will help you. Gary Bell, Brad Pollack. Our law firm is Bell & Pollack, and we are your champions of the people. See you next week.